A lot of great things coming to Rock Hill. It really was the people of Rock Hill. How many things does Rock Hill have going on? And you get to be a part of that. Now it's like, wow, I want to be there. I want to live there. I want to go there. It is extraordinary. The changes that have happened and what I really believe is just the next really great city in South Carolina. Hello and welcome into Rock Hill CityCast, where we aim to keep you informed on, informed on all things going on inside the city of Rock Hill. My name is Matthew Cray, Ashley Studebaker to my right. We're here in the city of Rock Hill. My last name Broad has changed. Oh, yeah. you're right. Thank you for that. It's <laughs> Ashley Cox. I'm yeah. so sorry. Force of habit. First show after Ashley's wedding. I don't even think I fixed it last, but that's fine. No, we, we had Hannah on in between and we kind of referenced that oh, there were some cool things that were going yeah, on in your life. Yeah. But yeah, Ashley Cox, that's going to take some shows. <laughs> we're here in the yeah. broadcast studio inside City Hall. Thank you for joining us today. We've got special guest with us from the best university in all of America, uh, president of Winthrop University, Edward Cerna. How are you? Doing great. Thank you for the invitation. Uh, and uh, you're absolutely right. You're doing that on purpose because I can't be like, no, it's not. We got uh, a Winthrop grad here and a Winthrop grad across the table and also the Winthrop president. So, I mean, it's just kind of yeah. what you're dealing with today, Ashley. I'll um, put my pride to the side. Yeah, not much you can do with it. Uh, so, Edward, before we get into what you do and how you got to where you are, tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, where you grew up and how you ended up at Winthrop. Sure. Um, a little bit about myself. I, as you said, am a proud Winthrop alum from the class of 2002. Uh, lived everywhere in the country. Um, father moved us around as a defense contractor. Uh, and then when I started into higher education, I had the opportunity to work for different systems across the United States. So really got to move around quite a bit. Um, we've been here since July 1st. Uh, my wife, Lauren, and I have two young girls, uh, Anna Kate, who is 12, and Caroline, who is seven. And we're living in the president's house on campus. Awesome. And you, you said you grew up in Rock Hill? Or? No, no. I just came here for Winthrop University because it is the best university in the uh, country. And where'd you say you were from? Um, at the time I came to Winthrop, we were in Atlanta. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So what brought you to Winthrop for college? Right. Uh, so I had started and stopped out at a couple of different universities before I found Winthrop. And what I loved about Winthrop University was not just the size, but the speed. And uh, one word that I really love is mindfulness. And I think what Winthrop did for me is because of the pace of things at Winthrop, I could slow down, I could be intentional, and I could really focus and enjoy what I was doing at Winthrop. And so it was just a great fit for me. So were you able to just kind of like, since you graduated, did you just keep in contact with people from Winthrop and that's how you became president or how did that even come about? Oh goodness. Uh, yeah. So I was, uh, when I heard about the Winthrop University presidency being open, I heard about it through the alumni network, through the alumni uh, association at Winthrop University. And I was currently serving at that time as the president of the University of Maine at Farmington, uh, which is a small school up in Western Maine. And I, uh, so they were looking for alumni to give some feedback on what we wanted to see in the next president. And I went onto that Zoom call. And uh, the more I heard about the presidency, I was like, you know what? I think I want to apply to that because that would just be the best job. Uh, so I did. All right, let me reach in my bag of hats <laughs> over here. I want to put on my interviewer hat. Yeah. Uh, what qualifies you to be a president? What qualifies me? <laughs> oh my goodness. So in the 20 years since I graduated from Winthrop University, I spent the first 10 in business. Okay. Uh, I worked as a management consultant. So I worked with large businesses and government organizations, including NASA, the US Army, AFLAC, and I helped them um, really drive strategic planning and organizational change for the organizations. And then I decided about 10 years into that, I said, you know what? 
I really feel this calling to go into higher education. So I did. I went and I got my doctorate university at the University of Alabama um, and uh, started this career in higher education that took me from Alabama to Arkansas to Maine and finally back here home to Winthrop University. So did you at all for a second think in your head like, oh my gosh, I'm about to apply for the president of a university. Like, am I crazy? Or were you just <laughs> like, no, I'm going to get this. Like, how was that? Well, I started, uh, so I started um, at the University of Arkansas in Fort Smith, and I was the chief of staff and a vice president for a chancellor there. And when he left, he asked me, he's like, you know, I want to put you in to be the interim chancellor for a year. And I thought, what a great opportunity to see if this is what I really want to do. And I absolutely loved the job. I spent a year doing that. And then I started looking for a permanent presidency. I ended up in Maine. um, And the only school I would have left Maine for would have been Winthrop. And when that job came open, I'm like, you know what? I have to go for it because I just don't know when or if this opportunity will ever come up again. Awesome. Well, what we're going to do is we're going to put you on the hot seat. So Let's we're going to stick it. a minute on Let's the clock. Oh, that was just the beginning oh, of the wow, We're like going to ask. No one told me about a hot seat. <laughs> yeah, I know. This We like to surprise people, but it's just fun questions. Sure. Your uh, opinions on s- simple stuff like uh, uh, an example would be a favorite type of cookie. And you would say, you, are you a cookie person? <laughs> uh, or a type of cookie that you love? And you, I would say either chocolate chip or an iced sugar cookie. Um, oh, so oh, those man. are the type of questions those, I'll be those asking. Are, those are good questions. Nothing yeah. too deep or uh, emphatic. Anyways, sure. are you ready? Let's do it. What is the best kind of sandwich? Um, club sandwich. All right, long one here. If life was sustainable on another planet and we had to leave earth would you rather be the first person to leave or the last person first person what is the best time of day and why um after work (laughs) okay uh that's self-explanatory who is someone that is alive that you would be really excited to meet oh goodness um that's tough that's tough because think on it all right dogs dogs or cats dogs favorite breed of dog uh, we have a cockapoo. All right. Have you ever had to go to the emergency room? Yes. Can you tell us why? Uh, I was snow tubing in Maine, and I tried to stop myself with my hand and <gasps> broke my hand. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. Best hole-in-the-wall restaurant from one of the places that you've lived? Ooh. Ooh. Hole-in-the-wall restaurant. So maybe it was just a local place that you frequented a good bit. Oh, gosh. So Maine has a lot of really good farm-to-table restaurants, uh-huh. and... Um, I would say the homestead. All right. Uh, favorite building on Winthrop's campus? Ooh. Um, <laughs> Your office? Yeah, I love, Til- I love Tillman. Uh, best digital streaming service? Um, I-, I would have to say Disney because I'm a big Star Wars fan. Okay. Uh, and then favorite weekend activity? Uh, I love hiking. And best chore? Best chore? Like a chore that I yeah, like? Yeah, yeah, I like cooking. Or I guess, oh, that's okay. It's a good yeah, one. Yeah, that's yeah. Good. I guess a chore that's... Uh, more bearable than the others uh someone alive you'd be really excited to meet it doesn't have to be the person but i have a few see right, I let's hear, let's hear yours because that, that's hard i would really like to meet jerome bettis i'm a sports person Bus. so yeah. to, along that same breath i'm a big steph curry guy so he'd be someone i, I just I'd, I'd love to have lunch with someone i wouldn't want to just like meet them i'd want to ask them questions yeah. and um yeah. Mike Tomlin. <laughs> Sorry. This are, these are, this is Ashley's not. just listing Steelers. Don't mind her. Um, Sorry. I got a few words of advice. 
I don't know. You don't I can't know. think right. of one Wait, person we'll that I would do. like to meet. You guys stay tuned to the podcast. By the end of the podcast, we will get the answer. Yeah, I have to get somebody. Um, we will get someone out of him. But all right, so you've told us a bit about yourself. We've learned your likes and dislikes and that you'd like to be the first person to leave Earth. Um, so we talked about what brought you to Winthrop and how long you've been out in Rock Hill. So talk a little bit more about the, the presidency. So you applied. Uh, you got the job. What was that process like, and what were some what were some of the what were the first few months like? I should say. So, been here almost ninety days. This will be three months into the job. Okay. I have absolutely loved it. Um, it has been fast paced. Um, been out meeting a lot of people, both on and off campus. A lot of passion, a lot of excitement about Winthrop University. Um, it's been great just to be out talking to people. And I think we really focused on that community outreach in the first three months and also just getting to know the faculty and staff and the students on campus. Yeah. And how many um, how many students attend Winthrop? Right around 5,000. Okay. And mm-hmm. are most of those students like just from around Rock Hill or is it kind of everywhere? Kind of everywhere. Um, I, I would say 85, 90% from South Carolina. Okay. Like we definitely serve the state in that way. Um, but we do have students from out of state. Yeah. Um, well, what about separate it from undergrad, graduate, and then percentage of like commuters? Okay. Um, I would say it's probably an 80-20 split undergraduate to graduate, but I don't know commuters. We have okay. about 2,000 students that live on campus. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you, you came to Winthrop and tell us about some of the things Winthrop was looking for in you and some of the things that you really want to do while you're here. So I think they were looking. I think they were looking for a few things. I think they were looking for somebody with a business background who has a good business sense. I think they were looking for somebody who was going to be really engaged in the community. I think there was a preference given to a sitting president. I think they wanted somebody who understood the job, understood the demands on the job and the challenges of the job, and was ready for that. I, I don't because there is a learning curve with like any other job. The same thing with the presidency. I think they wanted somebody who had been there. Um, and, and, you know, I think being an alumnus really was something that resonated with them. I'm the first uh, alumni president for the university, which is a big deal. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. So you mentioned um, them looking for someone to be engaged in the community, which obviously they got that sense from you through interviews and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So what are some of your goals that you have with or for Winthrop moving forward, including like being engaged in the community here? Huge question. Huge question. Great question. Um, You you know, I I think there are just so many great things happening in Rock Hill that Winthrop can plug into in a more intentional and meaningful way. I look at everything going on here with sports tourism. I I mean, we have this new athletic director, Chuck Ray, who's just got big vision out there. And we have this great facility out there at the farm. You know, how do we leverage that better uh, to make that accessible to the entire world? You know, Rock Hill community, and what are ways for us to partner with the city in making that happen? Because we we do have this great space, so I think that's just one area that we could really look at. I think the sports, tourism, and athletics is a big area for us. And it's just trying to get students to engage in those things. Is that what you're saying? Well, we have great facilities, right. so why can't we partner with the city with all that great um, space we have out there um, to make more things happen to bring more tourism in? Uh, what? So you also mentioned business. What? What would? Why do you think they were looking for someone with a business background? How, how would that benefit the university? Does that make sense? No, it makes complete sense. I think the nature of the presidency for universities has just changed. Uh, you know, I, I think it's really moved from being the chaf- chief academic officer to being a chief executive officer. And I think you have to have a good business sense uh, to be able to run a university. It's a major organization that you're running. So what are some of the university's uh, strengths that they have right now? 
think we've got a great brand. I think we've got a great story to tell um, in the role that we play. Um, Education is always going to be one of our strong academic programs. You know, being a business school alum, I'm going to tout the business school. I think we've got a great business school and a cybersecurity program over there that's top notch. Athletics, club sports, I think are always going to be big areas for us. You know, just we've got some really great signature programs over there. Matthew and I might understand some more of the ways that like Winthrop partners with the city because we work for the city. Mm -hmm. But for our listeners out there, can you kind of touch on some of the ways that Winthrop partners with the city of Rock Hill? So I'm still learning this area. Yeah. I'll be fair. <laughs> and there are a lot. And I, and I uncover more. Um, the My Ride Bus, is that yes. what it's called? Mm -hmm. uh, so we're a sponsor for that. So I think that's a great community asset that we've been able to sponsor on. We're heavily involved with Rock Hill City Schools. Uh, you know, we do a lot of professional development there. We do the dual enrollment. So our faculty, you know, they get Winthrop University credit while they're in high school. I think that's a great oh, wow. program yeah. that we're looking to expand. Um, we do a lot um, with the Rock Hill um, sports complex um, just because we have great facilities. So like the Adidas event that was here for basketball recently, um, a lot of those, um, we were kind of overflow for that over at the West Center. So they were playing games there. So there are a lot of great partnerships that are going on between Winthrop and the, the city. Well, what is your vision for what you hope that relationship can become? Oh my gosh, uh, big question. Um, I think we've got a really great base. Um, I, like I said, I really want to see that grow around the sports tourism and around athletics. I want to do more with Rock Hill City Schools. Got a great new superintendent in here. He's got a lot of big ideas, had some great conversations with him. Um, but just any way, I, I never go in with any preconceived notions. You know, I, I like to sit and listen and hear about different areas that we could be creative in and make things happen. So I know it's been just three months since you've taken on the job, but what have you seen as the biggest challenge for yourself in this huge role for an entire university, not to like, you know, <laughs> what's keeping me up at night, yeah. the, the what's keeping million me up dollar at night question. question. Yeah. <laughs> We're searching for the silver bullet here. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, you know, I, I, there's, it's a big question because I think the last two years of the pandemic have been so hard on not just Winthrop University, but on higher education, especially public higher education in general. And just coming out of that, um, coming out of that and being able to serve the students, because you gotta remember their last couple of years of high school or at the university have been so adversely impacted. And just making sure that we're doing what we need to be doing to support those students um, and our faculty and our staff. I mean, that, that was just personally and professionally just a difficult two years. So I think that it's just coming out of that COVID experience, you know, where do we need to go? That's the big question. Yeah, as a, as a higher ed worker, now that we're in a post COVID era, what does that look like? How are you guys adapting to that? What kind of things does it call for? So I think we're finding that our students need a lot more support. I think there are some mental health issues that have popped up. I think we're hearing for the first time a lot of anxiety about just being back in a classroom uh, just because they haven't been in the classroom for two years. So we're just making sure that we have all those support systems around our students so they can be successful in the classroom. Are there any... Um I mean, this might be a long shot, I don't know, but new things that you can kind of just think of off the top of your head that are actually coming to Winthrop that you might not necessarily reveal here, but... What can you tell us? <laughs> Give us a About what's coming. <laughs> sure, sure. I, so an area that I'm really excited about, and this again is over in athletics, eSports. Um, you know, we won a couple of national championships two years ago. I don't know why we're not talking about that more. eSports is a growing, growing area in college athletics. Um, we have a superb team, um, and I think that's going to be a real growth area. 
We're looking at some uh, the possibility of new space for that off campus to really became, become something that draws students to the area to come and play esports. Now, speaking of partnerships with the city, uh, I, what does the housing situation look like at Winthrop? And you guys will be partnering with some of that space over in the university center, correct? Correct. The Nest. Uh, yeah, we have a lot of our student athletes over there. Um, it's been a great partnership. Uh, we're looking to expand that. Uh, obviously, we'll be making investment into our own residence halls on campus. But yeah, I mean, that residential experience is who we are. So you, know, you come in and just like with a, a new coach in a sport, you bring in a new coach either out of necessity because you don't have one or out of need because you want something different. So what are some areas where Winthrop needs some improvement? Wow. You guys are really just giving me these big questions today. Okay. Um, I think we need to do a better job of telling that Winthrop story about relevance, about why Winthrop matters and why students should come to Winthrop, why employees would want to work there and why people should want to give resources to Winthrop University. And I don't know that we've done a really good job of telling that story recently. Uh, so that's an area I really want to focus on is what is our brand? Who are we as an institution? What is something that we can get excited about? I, you know, I think that's a big area that we really need to look at. So if I called you on the phone and said, uh, I'm thinking about giving to Winthrop and you were going to tell that story, what are some of those things you would hit on? Well, I think that's what we need to work through this year, yeah. right? I, I think we're going to go into a strategic planning process where we need to come together and really decide what those are. Um, I can tell my Winthrop story, right? I, I know what Winthrop meant to me and how it changed my life and everything about my life. I mean, before I came to Winthrop, I was in Atlanta. I was working in a warehouse. I was making good money, but I knew I wanted more out of life. And then, you know, I come to Winthrop two years after I get my degree. I have two masters. And I'm working at NASA. That's my Winthrop story, right? That's compelling for me, but that's not everyone's story. So, so what is that Winthrop story that really resonates with everybody so that everyone can see themselves being a Winthrop student? What's the biggest thing that you've seen? You were in Maine, correct, before mm -hmm. here. What's the, I mean, Maine is like not many people get to go there. <laughs> um, what's the biggest difference you've seen between like Maine and being here in South Carolina again? Oh, wow. Um, so we were in rural Maine. So it's just the scale of things and just the vibrancy. I mean, it is so exciting to be in Rock Hill. Even 20 years ago, it has just changed so much. There's so much going on here with restaurants and just activities to do and things to do all the time. Just the pace of things has been really exciting to me. And that's a big difference. You come from a town of 8,000 in Western Maine where 2,000 of those 8,000 were our students. It's a small town. It's just a different- To, to a school of about 8,000 now, <laughs> yeah. not quite, but- Yeah. Right, exactly. Um, so you said you did some work in uh, strategic planning. Uh, walk me through first how you go uh, about creating a strategic plan for a university? Well, I think one of the things that we have to do at a university is just recognize what we're good at and what we're not good at. And I would say that you know strategic planning is probably not one of our core competencies. So I think the first thing you do is have to recognize, hey, we're gonna have to bring in somebody to help us through this process. Somebody who's really gonna challenge us to be bold and envision. Somebody who can facilitate that process for us and, and bring in somebody to partner with you. I think a big part of it, and this is an area that I've always struggled with in higher education, is that public universities like to kind of pull people together inside the campus walls and say, here's our strategic plan, isn't it great? And, and I don't wanna do that. I really wanna engage the external community, um, K-12, nonprofit organizations, businesses, the city of Rock Hill, and say, what, the, what should Winthrop be? You know, three years from now, where do we wanna be as an institution? What would be beneficial for this community? And I think that's a critical piece of the pie that just usually is neglected. I want to make sure we don't do that. 
And where are you at in the planning process for that strategic plan? Sure. Uh, we have a request for proposals and RFP ready to go out for a strategic planning consultant. So we'll put that out nationally because we want a really good strategic partner to walk us through it. And about how long does that take? to maybe get some takers with that? Uh, it should only take a couple of months. Okay. Uh, yeah, there are some organizations that specifically do this in higher education, so they'll be looking for it. Are there any uh, plans for new things coming uh, on campus or any different things you'll be doing? When you say new things, you mean construction? You mean new academic programs? Sure, I, I'm kind of fishing <laughs> a little bit. I'm, I'm not sure. I don't know what I don't know. But uh, sure. What are some of the things you're looking to do around that Winthrop campus space? So I think we're gonna be putting some investment into the campus. Uh, again, just coming out of COVID, I think we're looking at the campus and say, you know, we could shine this up a little bit. So there's gonna be some investment going into campus facilities uh, in the near future, starting probably in the next few weeks. Um, you know, I think we're looking at new academic programs. We're looking at new, um, as someone who is an adult learner, that's something I'm passionate about. So I think we're having a lot of discussions about how could we offer our curriculum in an innovative way that would allow working adults to come to Winthrop and get that Winthrop degree. So I think that's something we're gonna be exploring this year. You're modeling everything after Coastal Carolina, aren't you? That is so <laughs> not true. Um, <laughs> Matthew's like, how does, how does uh, so we talked about the education side of things, just briefly, how does the athletic side of things play into what you guys do? It's, I think it's part of that Winthrop brand, right? Basketball and, and great athletics. And I think one of the areas that we're really looking to expand that is club sports. We really think club sports is going to be a big area for us. Uh, how, how so? Um, you know, I, I just think that there are student athletes who maybe can't compete at the NCAA level, but are passionate about those sports and they want to continue to play it at the, in college. And I think we could have a portfolio of um, club sports that would really make them want to come to Winthrop. And just to specify, when you say club sports, you're not talking intramurals. Those are two no, very no, no, different no, no. things. Two very, very different <laughs> things, right. So what's, a, I guess, maybe a club esports team? You mentioned esports. So we'd have both a varsity and a club sport in esports. And what are some other club areas that uh, schools around the country there's are more popular than others? Sure. I'll, so I'll, I'll just talk about Maine because it is a little bit different, but it's what I know. Um, we had rugby. Um, Students wanted to play rugby. Uh, we had, um, gosh, I'm trying to think other things we had. Ultimate Frisbee. <laughs> that was wow. actually a big sport or, or, you know, disc golf and these kind of things. Which is huge. Here. Huge. Yeah. Huge. Win Winthrop's got all the disc golf amenities. So uh, yeah. it's amazing what <laughs> we have go. out there, right? It's fantastic. Why aren't we leveraging that in a, in a more intentional way? So, yeah. I know that you brought uh, a friend of the podcast, Gary Simrel, on recently and, uh, his role, remind me exactly what his, his role is. He is, I think his official role is special assistant to the president for university outreach or community outreach. Wow. Okay. How does it feel to have uh, someone so ingrained in the community to help you with that community outreach side of things? He is a tremendous asset to the <laughs> university. What a, and what a great guy. A I mean, personality. Right yeah, there. he is. He's fantastic. And just understanding the lay of the land in Rock Hill and, and being able to open doors and introduce me to people, tremendous asset for the university and, and just a great guy. Is there anything that we missed or anything that you'd like to add? I can't think of anything. So before we get out of here, uh, we, we want to come back to a question we talked about at the beginning that uh, you had some trouble answering there. But if there was a person, uh, give us someone who is alive that you'd be really excited to meet. 
So I may have uh, I may have briefly mentioned that I'm a huge Star Wars fan. You did. So John Favreau is now the architect for Disney for the entire Star Wars universe, I believe. I would just like to sit down with John Favreau and discuss his plans for Star Wars. He he would like uh, to do with John Favreau as we are doing with him right now. Yeah. To pick his brain for yeah. all the fun secrets and That's all the it. information. That's a good one. I uh, need to know. Kind of bled over as happy from. Uh, you're a Star uh, Wars Marvel. guy, aren't you? I'm more of a Marvel guy. Oh, okay. I dip into the Star Wars universe a <laughs> little like, bit. I'm like, sure, that's all the same to me. It is not the same. <laughs> it is, it is, oh, boy. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, uh, great great choice. I like uh, Happy's a very good choice. Thank you for joining us today and giving us uh, your time and a view of Winthrop and, and what you hope it can be and... Uh, I hope everyone out there enjoyed it. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Rock Hill CityCast. Episodes are available each week to stream on SoundCloud, Google, and Apple Podcasts. To keep up with City of Rock Hill information, follow us on social media.